ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय श्रीमद् भागवतम कंटो सिक्स चैप्टर टू टेक्स्ट नाइन एंड टेन ट्रांसलेशन एंड कमेंट्री बाय हिस डिवाइन ग्रेस एसी भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी प्रभुपाद फाउंडर आचार्य ऑफ इस्कॉन स्टेना सुरापो मित्र द्रुग ब्रह्मा गुरु स्त्रीराज पितृगोहता पातकिनोपरे इदमेव सुनिष्कृतम नाम व्याहरण विष्णुर जामियल was spoken by Shukadeva Goswami to oh. demonstrate a particular point that he had mentioned what was that point can you remember anyone can remember it's related to this last verse that we just read just oh. now saying that the lord protect his devotees <coughs> no that's not the point the purifying power of the holy name partially so what's at the end of the fifth canto oh. what is described Hellish planets. Then what's at the beginning? This is chapter two of the sixth canto. What what comes at the very beginning of the sixth canto? Yeah, Parikshit Maharaj asked how persons can be saved from hellish punishments. So then Shukadev Goswami told him, "What did he say?" Yeah, he said you should be a good karmi and perform pious chitta atonement by performing ritualistic ceremonies. But Parikshit Maharaj wasn't satisfied with that answer because he said that well you may get free of the sinful reactions but the tendency to sin remains so what is the use so that is exactly the point which is being made in today's verse yeah. Shukadev Goswami went on to explain that only by pure devotional service Shukadev can we become free not only of sinful reactions but from the desires For material enjoyment, which are the roots of material and of sinful life. Kechit kevalaya bhaktya vasudeva parayanaha aghangan vanti kantsnyena niharam eva bhaskaraha. So this word comes in this verse that we just read here. Today's verse and throughout this section, this word agha. What does agha mean? Anaga Prabhu. Yeah, it means something like Greek. 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 You say the word Greek, Greek, something like that. We're eating sin if we don't offer it to Krishna. We don't offer Krishna to Krishna. Похоже на гречку. So anaga means sinless. No Greek today. So 
one can get free from all sins and the very desire for sins only by pure devotional service. So to demonstrate that point, Shukadev Goswami spoke the story of Ajamu and described that even though he was such a great sinner, he became free from all sins simply by chanting, even not in pure devotional service. So in the in these verses which are written on the board, there are described various Mahapatakas, which means great sins. Pataka is another word for sin, not to be confused with Pataka, Jai Pataka Maharaj, doesn't mean all glories to sin. <laughs> pataka means a flag, means a, like a flag. So it means a, f- a victory flag. Jai Pataka means victory flag. So here are described various uh, sins, stealing, drunkenness, and this is very interesting, Mitra Druk, one who goes, one who turns against a friend or relative. Ungratefulness is considered uh, very, very sinful. If one, if, if one person benefits another, but in return, that person who has benefited acts against that person, he is considered a most sinful person. The opposite of ungratefulness is gratefulness or loyalty. We see that if anyone was loyal to Prabhupada, he always looked after them. He reciprocated with that loyalty. Even if some of his disciples, they were weak, they weren't following devotional service properly, if they still had an attitude of service to Prabhupada and loyalty to him, Prabhupada supported them. But if they turned against Prabhupada, Prabhupada became angry like fire. In one lecture, Prabhupada said, if you cut me, I cut you. So loyalty to Prabhupada also means uh, loyalty to ISKCON. Sometimes people say, well, it's just just a mundane institution. It's not mundane because it's based on Krishna. And particularly this is the movement which Prabhupada set up with great difficulty. And Prabhupada very clearly wanted his disciples to stay together within ISKCON and serve him in that way. So you see many devotees nowadays, they come to Krishna consciousness through through ISKCON, Practically everyone in the Western world who comes to Krishna consciousness comes through ISKCON. But after some time, some of them, some of them after some time, go away and criticize ISKCON is no good. By the way, Prabhupada several times said that during class, if the curtains open or close, you just go on listening. Don't offer a reason. He said, don't offer obeisances. Because you're hearing Bhagavatam. According to Vedic culture, this is not very good. To turn against those who have saved you is not good. Then it is mentioned, uh, Brahmaha, one who kills a Brahmana. Then, Guru Talpagaha, one who indulges in sex with the wife of his teacher or guru. Now, we may say, why is it mentioned Brahmaha, the killing of a Brahmana? Why is that considered more sinful than killing a Shudra? Actually, it is. We see in Manu, Manu Samhita, there is description of punishments for various crimes. So, the punishment for killing uh, shudra is considerably less than that for killing a brahmana. So in the modern age, people protest against such discrimination. They, they, they uh, say all they say all men are equal. This is not true. It's uh, no two people are equal in any way practically. Everyone has different abilities. We see, for instance, that when this Mother Teresa died, there was a all over the world there was a big outcry of lamentation or when this princess Diana died around the same time. 
So no one protested that, well, my mother died on the same day, why is there not, you know, some bus driver, my mother, dry, my mother also died on the same day, why are they not lamenting all over the world? Because there's a difference. Uh, mother Teresa was an extraordinary woman on the material platform, and Princess Diana was also extraordinary on the material platform, although that was a foolishness that people idolized her. Just a huge outpouring of empty sentiment. Mm. But anyway, it goes to show that not everyone is equal. It is artificial to try to say that everyone is equal. So in Vedic society, the Brahmana, the person of transcendental knowledge and ideal character, is considered more important than the Shudra. Now, here it's mentioned, Mitra Druk, one who turns against a friend or relative, and after that is mentioned, Brahmaha, one who kills a Brahmana. And then next is mentioned Guru Talpagaha, one who violates the bed of his Guru, one who has sex with the wife of his Guru. So this is a combination of the previous two, that being because the Guru is the best Mitra or friend, so to commit offenses to him is worse than committing offenses to others. He's also a Brahmana, so to... Uh, commit offenses to him is also worse than committing offenses to others. Then it's mentioned uh, other sins, to kill a woman, to kill the king. For a citizen to kill the king is highly sinful. Although uh, for one king to kill another in battle is not necessarily sinful. Then to kill one's own father, such things are not uncommon in the modern age. To kill cows, which is very common in the modern age. These are all greatly sinful activities. And there are many others also, as mentioned here. However, it is also mentioned that all these sins can be cleared away by chanting the holy name of Vishnu. And that although there are various processes given in the Vedic literatures for atonement, they are not as effective as chanting the holy names of the Lord. Because uh, they do not clear off the effect of sins as effectively as chanting the holy names. And they also do not awaken taste for devotional service as chanting the holy names does. Therefore, chanting the holy names of the Lord, as is described in elaborately in this section, is the best process of purification. Prabhupada mentions in one purport, he, he, he's describing how the holy names are so purifying that people in the modern age can very easily be delivered simply by chanting the holy names. So Prabhupada mentions that the, the members of the Krishna conscious movement should take advantage of this opportunity to very easily deliver people by giving them this process of chanting the holy names. This is the best welfare work. We were just mentioning Mother Teresa. Why was she so much appreciated? Of course she was highly religious at a oh. certain level. She was also a meeting. But that wasn't the reason that people appreciated her. There are many nuns throughout the world and most people don't care whether they live or die. But she was much appreciated because of her welfare work. She was helping poor people and sick people, helping people on the bodily platform. So people who are on the bodily platform, they very much appreciate this kind of welfare work. It's very funny, uh, when we go out to distribute books, sometimes people ask us, what are you doing to help people? They ask that in Russia also, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But what are we doing? We're giving these books! <laughs> What's that? Helping people. You should give them food. If people don't realize this is the topmost welfare work. So because they're fools, they don't appreciate. What's the use of a book? 
should give them some food. But actually, this is the best welfare work. Most, you see, some people, they may be hungry. Why are they hungry? Because in a previous life, they denied someone food. Therefore, they're suffering their karmic reaction. And even if you give them food, the next day or the next, just a few hours later, they'll be hungry again. Or even if you give them food, they'll save some money, and then with that money, they'll buy some drink. And then they'll become surapaha, as mentioned here, sinful drunkard. So actually, by feeding people of sinful mentality, you don't really help them. You may help them to get some strength to engage in more sinful activities. That's why it's mentioned that to, in the Bhagavad Gita, that to give charity to people in the mode of ignorance, that's also sinful. You also become sinful by giving charity. So I suppose in Moscow, as in many big cities throughout the world, Drunkards, alcoholics, they come begging, isn't it? Yeah. So if you think, oh, the poor fellow, let me give him a few rubles, then you become sinful by giving him charity. It is not a pious activity. It is an impious activity. Because he will misuse that money, and you have also misused that money by not using it in the service of talk People have no idea of what is right and wrong. The highest right or proper course of activities to serve Krishna. And practically, apart from serving Krishna, everything else is wrong. So when we pass out these books, we're doing the highest welfare work. Sometimes people say, well, you should give them away free. That's another line. I'm sure they say that in Russia too. But no, we want to take your money. In this way, we're also helping you. Because if you give some money, that is your service to Krishna. And that will be less money for you to spend on meat-eating, gambling, illicit sex, and intoxication. Sometimes we had the experience with, with you know, sell a book and convince people and they'd give the money. And after some time, they'd come back and say, well, actually, I shouldn't have given that. I had to buy the family's meat with that. So they think you should, we should exchange again because I, we really need the meat for the family. We don't need this book, though. They don't realize. They need the book and they don't need the meat. So people are in ignorance. The root cause of all sinful life is ignorance. Ignorance of our relationship with Krishna. Prabhupada once asked some of his disciples, why are we putting so much stress on this book distribution? And he answers, Prabhupada mm. said, because we are giving knowledge. Here it is mentioned among the sins, killing of a Brahmana, killing of a guru. Because the Brahmana and guru, they have knowledge Therefore, they are the most important persons in human society. Here, when we're talking about knowledge, we're not talking about the kind of knowledge you learn in technical institutions, how to become a Shudra. This is knowledge of the Absolute Truth. So take advantage of this opportunity. We have a very good opportunity here in Moscow. You have the uh, good opportunities for studying Prabhupada's books, enthusiastic association for distributing Prabhupada's books, and about 12 million people absolutely in misery to take these books. People, they need this. You see all the miserable faces, you realize. consciousness. And this is the topmost welfare work to distribute the knowledge of Krishna. As uh, told by the gopis, who said to Krishna, Tava katam ritam tapta jivanam kaviviritam kalma shapaham Shavana Mangalam Srimadatatam Bhuvigrinantiye Bhuridajana. They said that, that the nectar of topics about you, the nectar of Krishna Kata, Tavakatam relieves the burning condition of material life. Mm. And the great learned scholars and philosophers 
appreciate how the topics of Krishna destroy all the sinful propensities within the heart. And simply to hear such topics of Krishna is in itself most auspicious, because to hear about Krishna is to hear about all his divine qualities and opulences. Therefore, the gopi said, the, the per- those who are distributing this knowledge in this world, they are the most kind benefactors to human society. So this Krishna Kata, I was just reading this morning, actually, very nice from Bhagavatam. How does that come about? How, how, does, how does that come about in human society? Because uh, Krishna keeps, the, the, the lotus feet of Krishna are, within, are placed in the hearts of the devotees, and the nectar of Krishna's lotus feet comes from the heart of the devotee out through their mouth in the form of Krishna Kata. So the devotees, their, their talk of Krishna is purifying to the whole world because their, their Krishna Kata is non-different from Krishna. So we should go on speaking about Krishna. Now many of you are studying this Bhakti Shastri. So having learned that, you have to distribute that knowledge also. You have to speak about Krishna. You've heard of the Nam Hatta, the marketplace of the holy name. So Bhaktisthan Sarsatako, he also established the Vani Hatta, the but, marketplace of instruction. And he would instruct his sannyasis and followers, go on speaking about Krishna. Whole lectures in different places. <coughs> he said, there is no shortage of anything in this world, the only shortage is of Krishna Kata. Once there was a great famine in Bengal, there was a great famine. At that time, uh, Bhaktisthan Sarsartako, he had been collecting much funds mm-hmm. for uh, holding this theistic exhibition. Theistic exhibition, yeah. So, so many people came to him and said, well, you should use these funds for relieving the famine. But he said, the real famine is a famine of Krishna Kata, because people are not Krishna conscious, therefore they have to suffer from lack of food, typhoons, political disturbances. All kinds of sufferings are caused because of lack of Krishna consciousness. So even so many big famous people came to ask you, please give these funds. Said, no, we're going to use this for preaching Krishna consciousness. Rather, you give your funds to us, we will use them. <laughs> Prabhupada said the same thing. You have seen in the science of self-realization that uh, one gentleman from Andhra Pradesh in India wrote to Prabhupada that the, there is a drought and the people are suffering so much and we're sure that your noble organization will join with us and help us to relieve the suffering of the people. So Prabhupada wrote back and said, well, the the people are suffering sinful reactions because they are not Krishna conscious. So the real solution is to make people Krishna conscious. So it's better that you join with us and help us to preach Krishna consciousness. So it's not that if there if there is some natural disaster that we can't distribute prasad, we can do that also. But we should understand that in such circumstances, if we're distributing prasad, the people are being helped because they're getting prasad, not because they're just getting food. The real benefit they're getting is because they're taking prasad, not because they're hungry and they're getting food. So this may be difficult to understand. But if we read these books, then we'll understand. So we should read these books, distribute these books, yes. distribute the knowledge in these books. As Srila Prabhupada said, we should make the Srimad Bhagavatam our very life. Hare Krishna. Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai.
Yes, no question. They're all anxious to go out and distribute books. Well, everywhere we find a mixture. We find very few pure devotees and we find very few absolute, complete demons like Hiranyakashipu. So most people are in between. And uh, many people have an inclination towards pious life and sinful life also. Just like you've heard the descriptions of the demons in the subterranean heavenly planets. They live in opulence practically greater than that of the heavenly planets. So how did they achieve such a position? Through some pious activities, but at the same time they had a sinful mentality. They're not inclined to worship the Supreme Lord. Therefore, uh, they don't go to the heavenly planets, they go to the subterranean heavenly planets, the planets of the demons. So people may have some inclination towards pious life. That's good. But then uh, if they're eating meat and all these things, they're actually on a very low platform. <laughs> it's, no. it's only a very low platform of religious life. Without knowledge of Krishna consciousness, their religious activities can never develop properly. They will only worship God as an order supplier. And they have no knowledge of how to develop love for Krishna, actually. So sometimes, for the sake of preaching, we say, yes, we respect all religions, which is also true. Because it's good to encourage people if they have some inclination towards God, however, uh, however lacking in knowledge it is. But actually, one, as the, the, the whole point of the lecture is that one cannot be free from sinful life unless he has the knowledge, proper knowledge. So without the, these different religious processes, they don't give knowledge, clear knowledge of the soul or God. In Christianity, there's generally no distinction between the soul and the body. In According to Catholic dogma, Roman Catholic dogma, that uh, at the end of the world, the Catholics, they come back to life again in the same body, and the Protestants go to hell. <laughs> what did they say in Orthodox? They have the same idea. What about they say that you the same body comes back? You got the same body. They say same idea because they have not. They don't know anything beyond the body. They don't know what is the soul. The first lesson of spiritual life is that the soul is different from the body. They don't understand at all. Therefore, their religious inclinations are spoiled by ignorance. If they're really pious, you can test when you get into Krishna consciousness. What is their response? If they accept it favorably, we can understand that they are somewhat pious. But if in the name of religion, no, I'm a Christian, I can't take this, then they're most unfortunate. A person who, is no, who has no particular interest in religion, but who takes a book and gives a donation, is actually far more fortunate than someone who says, well, I'm a Christian, and then he doesn't take a book. Dear Maharaj, so I think uh, it's better... Uh, to give to each and every one a small piece of prasadam instead of distributing books because uh, first people should take Krishna inside and become purified 
Otherwise, uh, uh, there are many people who already have books. Yeah. All right. Well, you may think like that, but Prabhupada didn't think like that. So we'll follow Prabhupada's idea. We should accept that the intelligence of our Acharya is better than ours. Although you have compassionate feelings for the people, they're not nearly as much as the compassionate feelings of Prabhupada, whose intelligence is directly guided by Krishna. So yes, we should give prasad to everybody. Not that we should stop book distribution. I don't agree that most people have got books. I don't think it's yeah, true. And even if they have one book, then they need the whole set. And even if they have a whole set, well, they need one for their wife also. <laughs> so we should never stop book distribution. We can never think of that. By all means, increase prasadim distribution, but don't decrease book distribution. Don't mind, I'm going to say something controversial. But when this idea of food for life was this idea of they made the food for life the idea was that we should present it that we're helping people and then people can appreciate it and then they'll appreciate krishna consciousness krishna. in places where they emphasized this food for life and not book distribution then everything became very weak so prasad distribution is good and should be done but not to stop book distribution and also we should understand that we're distributing prasad to please Krishna, and to help people come to Krishna. If we do it, if we're simply thinking this is some kind of public relations, that yes. won't necessarily be very pleasing to Krishna. If, instead of thinking how people will be benefited by taking Krishna Prasad, we're always thinking how we'll, we'll distribute something and we'll call the press and we'll make a show like that. That, won't, be, that won't necessarily be very pleasing to Krishna. I'm not against calling the journalists and making a good impression in the newspaper. <laughs> I should be careful with it in but we should present the Krishna Conscious Movement to use the famous words of Prabhupada as it is. We do perform activities which could be considered similar to mundane welfare work, but that is not the glory of the Krishna Consciousness Movement. And there are many organizations which are doing far more welfare work than we could even imagine doing. So the real glory of the Krishna Conscious Movement is that we are giving Krishna Consciousness. And anyway, people don't appreciate this mundane welfare work. In Rostov, Nadanu, and in Armenia, we distributed so much prasad. <laughs> They all came and attacked the temple and you know, it seems people didn't appreciate it very much. So let us distribute prasad. Let everyone take Krishna prasad. But uh, don't let them think that we are something like some mundane welfare organization. <coughs> Otherwise what happens, we ourselves start to think that we are mundane welfare workers. We call the press and instead of telling them about Krishna, which we're supposed to do, we tell them, you see, we distributed so many plates of food and so many blankets and so many things. So as, as brahmanas, we are supposed to tell people about Krishna. As shudras, they are interested in the welfare of the body. So we shouldn't go down to the